0: Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast, where we equip girls in knowing their identity and calling. I'm your host, Caroline Hare, the founder of Waves Girls Conference. It's a joy to bring some encouraging conversations, messages, and coaching that will give girls tools for life and ministry. We believe that you can start making waves for Christ in your home, community, and world today. We have some amazing guests that are doing just that. Before we hear today's conversation, I want to ask that you would leave a five-star review and share this episode with at least one friend that you think might like it or need it. I'd also love to connect with you on Instagram, so find me at Caroline Hair or at Waves Girls Conference. Okay, let's get on with our conversation. Well, hey girls, I cannot believe it is season six of our Waves Ministry podcast, and I have another amazing guest on our podcast today. Uh, My name is Caroline Hare, but my guest is Mandy Moss, and she is awesome. Say hi, Mandy. What's up? (laughs) I am so excited to have you. Um, Girls, um, we actually connected through social media, I think, back um, at the end of 2021 or in the fall of 2021, something like that. And um, I just, it has been really cool to follow um, her and her ministry. Um, She has a ministry called Brave Girls Gather. And I'm telling you, the ministry is all about investing in the next generation of girls. And um, I know that for me to do what I do, I had to have someone that would pour into me and invest in me. And so this is a woman that encourages and equips other women to invest in you guys. So Mm -hmm. she is totally invested in what we're doing today and desires to do that. And so um, Mandy, she has done so, she writes all sorts of curriculum and Bible studies and different things. And she has her own podcast um, through that ministry called Be the Brave Ones. And um, she's done stuff with If Gathering, with the If Local stuff on that level. Um, she's a life coach. Like she has four kiddos. Like she is kind of a boss. So I'm excited to have you on Mandy, but, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know I didn't tell everything, but tell us a few things about you. Well, thank you so much for your kind words. I am so honored to be here and be able to speak to the girls here listening today. My name is Mandy. As Caroline said, I'm a mom of four. And, you know, something that a lot of people don't know about me is I'm a homeschool mom. So I do ministry with one hand and homeschool with the other because I believe in the next generation and it's got to start with my own kids. So yep. I'm all about hanging with them and investing with them. Uh, But I love the outdoors. I love nature. Uh I can connect with Jesus there. You know, I just see him in those spaces. And I love time alone with Jesus. That is my safe space. You know, that's my retreat when the world feels crazy and nuts. And like, I just can't anymore just running to Jesus. And when you put those two together, nature and Jesus, just watch out. That (laughs) is like food for my soul. I love community. I love hanging out with friends. I love grabbing coffee, lunch, you know, inviting people into my house. I love serving people, making food for people. So if you're ever in Tampa, Florida, you got to hit me up There you go. Uh, so that we can connect. That's awesome. You know, I was in Tampa um, just last week, but I was only there for like an hour because um, okay, I was about <laughs> to get mad at you. I was like, what? Yeah, no, if it had been more than an hour, I would have been contacting you. No, but they have some good food down there. We went to they some do. like Mediterranean place. I don't know, but it was delicious, but girls, you got to hit her up if you're in Tampa. Um sure. so maybe I got to say whenever I was there, we I was on a road trip with some people from my church and and we'd gone to a conference over um, in Fort Lauderdale, but on the road trip I mean, if you're doing a road trip, you've got to have a playlist. So oh, yeah. I'm just curious from, for you, like, what is your favorite song? Like, I need to get amped on the road. I need to wake myself up. Like, what's your favorite song um, to listen to on a road trip? I don't know if there's a favorite song. I like a mix. I like to mix things up. And you know what? My husband is like a DJ. So if he's on the road trip with me, I'm set. I don't even have to think about it. That's awesome. He has everything going and he just, you know, sometimes it'll be worship. Sometimes it'll be some, some R and B, you know, sometimes it'll be some yeah. Latin music and we'll be dancing on the road. So uh, I like all that kind of stuff, but really when I'm driving, I a good, good. I love to just let go and listen to something that's good, to something that just that's keeps good. my mind going, and then get back to the music. So I don't, again, I don't know if I have a specific song, but I love to mix it up to change things that's up along good. the way. And I love that's a good road good. trip too. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I feel like during different times of the road trip, you have to have different types of music depending yeah. on the scenario. I think that's great. And sometimes um, nothing at all. Just yeah, just try. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the silence. Okay, so our our question that we're kind of asking everyone centers around this more than theme. Um, this year, we just really felt like our our ministry needed to focus on. It's more than than a conference. It's it's a ministry. It's more than just a podcast. Like we're making an impact in people's lives. Um, but with that, as we've been talking primarily about identity and calling, that's so much of what Waves Ministry is about. You know, I've got to ask the question of of each person. And I really, girls, if you haven't been thinking about this yourself, maybe start to think about this. Like if I were to fill in the blank of, I am more than a blank, like what, how would you fill that in? And so Mandy, I would love to hear what you would fill in for. I'm more than a blank. Well, when I hear you say that the first thing that comes to mind is Romans eight thirty seven, which says, Good. I am more than a conqueror in Christ. And I think that mindset is so important. And that verse is sandwiched in between verses that talk about God's love for us and us not being able to outrun his love. And so I think about the challenges that I face. And Paul, when he writes this part, this Mm -hmm. section of Romans, he is telling them, you know what? Persecution can't separate separate us. Tribulation can't separate us. Mm -hmm. All of these crazy things can't separate us from the love of God. And so when I take that into context and think of that verse, i I'm more than a conqueror in Christ. I go, I can face my day. I can face my mess. If they can face that, I am more than a conqueror. And I think that when it comes to identity, right. And it comes, when it comes to the things that I've struggled with, when I, when I think about the places with my identity, where I've really struggled and the places where I even continue to struggle today, when I see that Jesus is my victory. Over that, it gets me in the right mindset when I see that, because I think that sometimes you know we can just beat ourselves up, and we can sit in our shame, or we can think, you know, what well, I'm not good enough, or those voices. The enemy comes at us with all of these lies, right. and even if we're not believing them, they they're just going spinning around in our heads over and over and over again. And to declare, no, I am more than a conqueror in Christ. He is my victory over the this situation right now, over this problem that I'm struggling with, over this identity crisis Mm -hmm. even that I'm having right now. And when I think about my own struggles with identity in in a place where I've really needed to believe that is when it comes to being a ministry leader. Mm, Wow. That, that is crazy. So, mm-hmm. and, and I think you're right, like, man, like whenever you position your mind and your heart towards the things of God and what the word says, like you do start to to come into alignment with that and you start to walk in it. Mm-hmm. But as you said, there's other times where it's like, man, I've had different expectations put on me where I'm, I'm not just you know, I'm not focused on being more than a conqueror. I'm focused on what I'm, what I'm not living up to. And so Mm -hmm. I've just got to ask you, like, what are some, uh, like, when have you tried to put your identity, maybe not in that, not, maybe like you chose not to put it in being more than a conqueror. Instead Mm -hmm. you chose to put it in being a ministry leader or, or maybe there's been times where you've had to press in and go, okay, I'm, I'm focusing on, I'm not a ministry leader. I'm more than a conqueror. Tell me a little bit about that little duo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, it it takes me back to early in ministry. or Really, even when I began attending church and became a leader and was asked to step into different parts of leadership, when that timing was right for me, I just began to see it as this achievement level that I had to reach. You know what I mean? I really took my worldly view because there was a good decade there from my teenage years into my early adulthood where I said I'm going to do this my way. You know, I'm just going to leave Jesus over here and I'm just going to go my own way and made a really big mess of things, but that's a story for another day. But when I got into the church, I had been really successful in my career mm-hmm. and I kind of thought like how do we make church a success? You right. know, who are the important people and how do I get known by them and how do I fit in with them and what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And that was obviously all wrong. <laughs> that was not, that was not the view that God wanted me to have. And it actually led to a lot of brokenness. Yeah. Uh, it, it led to me really searching for where I would fit in and trying to get people to like me. And I don't know girls who are listening, like maybe even in student ministry, like you have an expectation on yourself. Cause even before right. being a ministry leader, just being a part of church, right. I wanted to look like I had everything together. Right. right. I had to create this facade that everything was great on the outside. And I put pressure on my family. I put pressure on my kids. I'm like, hey, listen, get your life together. Right. <laughs> These important people need to see me and think that I'm important. Right. And gosh, that is opposite of the gospel, Caroline. Yeah, that could not be further from who God has called us to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so seeing myself as, I mean, there's just a long story in between of yeah. coming to the conclusion that that was the wrong way of seeing mm-hmm. things. Uh, And then stepping into who God has called me to be. Right. Uh, and, and through that, then there comes this duality of this, our flesh wanting to take over, right? That right. fleshly part of me, I see it at times wanting to take over and it gets ugly. And, and I begin to see, I don't like that. That's prideful. Right. That's boastful. That's so ugly, right? right? We think it looks pretty, right? We think it looks like a good Instagram filter, right. but it doesn't. It's so ugly. And that can lead me to feel shame and go, you know what? Oh God, I'm doing it again. And <laughs> Then to realize, you know what, Mandy, you are more than a conqueror in Christ. You can overcome that. We can put that back in the grave where it belongs. And you can step into who I have said that you are and, and, and move past that. That's good. That's so good. Now, I think about like those expectations you were talking about. Um, about like how you had these expectations put on yourself. And I know our girls will totally resonate with that. I was in a girl's small group yesterday. We actually have a waves club at one of our high schools. And I was there with, um, with some of the girls and they were talking about this approval addiction and how they they want to be approved like and feel that approval from others, but yeah. less about how others approve of them, but more about themselves. Like I want to approve of how I am. Like I want to live up to my own expectations And so I know you talked a little bit bit about your own expectations you put on yourself, but what are some of the expectations others have put on you as you've tried to like step away from your being more than just a ministry leader? I think that expectations, I think that really it's expectations that I um, create in my own head. You know, I don't necessarily believe that people are creating expectations as much as I think that they are. Right. You know, I had this false belief that those who were leading in the church had it all together. Those who had any type of leadership role. So, so girls, even maybe you're looking at school groups or or things like that, where people are leading Christian groups, you may think that, man, they got it all together. Right. But what I learned is that they absolutely do not. They have their own struggles. They're fighting things just like I'm fighting things. And so, you know, the word says in two places, actually, that if I am, if my heart's been changed by Christ, Mm -hmm. I am no longer trying to please men. I am no longer concerned with what men think of me. I am concerned with what God thinks of me. And that's a small shift, but a huge shift at the same time in the way that I think things. Because I can so easily slip into considering what people think of me. Right. right? And what happens is I start to define myself that way. I start to go, well, what would they think of me doing this? How mm-hmm. would they receive me making this decision versus God who covers it all? If I'm pleasing him, then right. that's what matters most. I need to be looking to him first to, to determine who I am, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and all of those pieces. And that's actually an indication of my changed heart. That's good. That's so good. Cause the thing is, is there is a big turnaround that happens whenever you start to be concerned about his business and what he thinks versus Mm -hmm. what other people think. Um, because there will always be people that will judge or that will have their own thoughts and opinions about how you should be living your life, whether you're a ministry leader or not, or Mm -hmm. even a leader or not. Like everyone has, has their own opinions on those things but really we're trying to like serve the Lord. And so (laughs) everything changes when your focus becomes on that. So when did you start, like when was your aha moment that you realized that you are more than a ministry leader and that you, and when you made that turnaround of I'm more than a ministry leader, but because I'm more than a conqueror through brokenness, (laughs) through continually trying and falling in pain and suffering (laughs) Uh, from trying to be this person that God look, at, this, I think that the pinnacle of that happened when our church, I was on staff at our church, and we started to go through some hard things as a church. Mm-hmm. And I started to see that the people that I was serving alongside were sinners too, right? I'm going, oh my goodness the people who lead the church are not perfect. And that that might sound crazy to some of you, but for some of you, you're probably sitting there going, yeah, like I really thought they really had a lot together and like, you know, like that this was, they wouldn't do certain things. And so no, I really began to see goodness, God, we are all so broken. We are just, we are broken and we are, we are leading out of brokenness. And through that, I began to go to God instead and surrender to him and say, Lord, you know, who do you want me to be? And through his word, through seeking him and his word, I was scouring the word in that time because mm. I needed to understand and process right. what was going on around me. I needed to make sense of it. I needed to see like a pattern in scripture. I needed to see verses that would just help explain what was going on. And as I did that, I, I began to see who God was calling me to be more and more. And, you know, there was the time before that I I was in the word and it was speaking to me and it was leading me back to the word for more. You know, I needed more. I needed to, to understand that. And so as I, I, I stepped out of that and into other things that God put before me, he also showed me the places where I was still trying to fit in, Mm. have that fit in mindset. Like, I hope they like me. I hope that I can fit in here. I hope they invite me. And so I really started to struggle with a feeling of left outness of being left out. And through my time in the word and through my time alone with God, laying my brokenness before him, he did a script flip in my mind. And he said, Mandy, I have made you to build community. I have made you to invite people in. If you're dealing with feelings of not fitting in, Go find the people who feel that way and invite them into your life, and you will never be lonely again. And so it just began to, instead of having this upward view of ministry, right? Like climb the ministry ladder and be important, it became look around you. Who right. do you need to grab and pull in? And, you know, Jesus said that we are to go and make disciples. And that is girls listening right now. You might be like, right. well, you know, I'm in school and I'm just, I'm trying to figure this whole Jesus thing out myself. No, if you have surrendered your life to Jesus, you right. have been called to go and make disciples. So there's this picture of going out and bringing in, going out and bringing right. in. So that is, that is so beautiful. I love that. that. Well, and girls, I mean, you know, like you can start making disciples right now. Like you don't have to wait. Um, and I think you're right, like realizing like no, there's no perfect person leading people. Jesus was the only one, right? Like if you look at his disciples and the people that he rolled with, like they were a mess, you know, they're cutting people's ears off. They're they're getting hasty with, you know, fishermen and they're, you know, excited and then they're not, and then they're doubtful. And, and, you know, and it's like, they're just like us, you know, they're stumbling around and it's like, man, but with Christ, I can conquer this. so for you, I, I want to just get some takeaways from you as far as what has helped you stay grounded and unwavering um, where you're not putting your identity in titles um, that God hasn't given you. Like, How have you remained staying like grounded and unwavering in the midst of that? The word of God. <laughs> That's good. There's no other way. We have to get there daily. It is bread, and we're not going to miss a meal right? We're going to eat three times a day. And so we need to have our time with Jesus and then we need to marinate and meditate on that throughout the day. We need to go back to it throughout our day, whether it's screenshotting a verse on your phone Mm -hmm. or whether it's writing down a verse on a post-it note and sticking it to your school book or your binder or wherever, or, you know, just having it right there on your phone, somewhere where you can easily access it and go back to it throughout your day to set your mind on it. Because So any time that you can, during your day, find a spot to go back to God, you know, whether it's um, just certain times of your day that you remember, we're going back to God here, we're going back. or maybe it's like an alert in your feelings, like your emotions are rising. You're seeing yourself step into someone you don't like. And it's like a red flag moment where you need to go back to God. And really, Caroline, the gospel going back to the gospel, preaching the gospel to myself every single day and what it means because Jesus died for me so that he might be glorified through me so that he might rise in me so that he might be my new identity. And so if I'm going to step into self, if I'm going to step into this ministry role of being someone important, I'm going to leave him behind, which is the whole point of ministry. That's so good. That's so, so good. I love that. Um, you know, I, I think what you have said is just like so profound and I'm excited, um, for the girls just to hear this. And it's like that gospel reading, like seeing how Jesus walked and talked and did life and, and how he taught his disciples, like as he would correct them and you know what I mean? Like, and he was Mm -hmm. so gentle as he did, you know, like he had a sense of humor. And I think he, Jesus is like that with us now, you know, that it's like, it's like silly girl. What are you doing? You know, (laughs) Um, I I think you're right. Like that being in the Word piece is huge. And there's so many ways that you can be in the Word, Um, especially with the different Bible apps and things like that. Like you can stay in it anytime you want to be with worship, with podcasts, with listening to the Bible app, like audio. Like there's so many different ways that you can connect with the Word, putting it on a you know, a index card and putting it in your most difficult book that you have for classes, you know, you remind yourself, like I'm more than this. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I think you're right. Like the word is the basis of everything we do, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) everything Mm -hmm. we do. Okay. So Mandy, I want to ask you, I know the girls I'm sure have enjoyed hearing from you, but how can they follow you? How can they connect with you? I'm telling, tell us how they can connect with you. Well, you can find me on Instagram. That's where I, I am often uh, when it comes to social network wise uh, or social media wise. Uh, you know, Brave Girls Gather, we have a website. Go check it out. Uh, and, and Brave Girls Gather has an Instagram account as well, which I'm also on. Uh, but it's Mandy Moss M-A-N-D-I-E-M-A-A-S-S, uh, is my handle on Instagram. Awesome. And you know what, Caroline, I just have one other thing. Cause I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know if there's a girl that needs to hear this right now, uh, but as you were sharing, uh, you know, Jesus going, you're a silly girl um, I pictured him standing before the father interceding for us. The word says yeah. that he stands before the father day and night interceding yeah. for us. And then I was reminded of something that I share with my kids recently when it comes to the gospel, like when we, some, cause sometimes we mess up or we get caught up in our identity and we just deal with the shame. And uh, we think that we can't go to God cause we have shame. It's like, no, right. that's why Jesus died. Right. I was thinking of, I share with my kids recently that, uh, you know, when your sibling upsets you and girls who are on this listening to this podcast, they can probably think of a time when a sibling has really upset them. Um, imagine your parents seeing this happen. You've done nothing wrong, and your sibling has wronged you, and your parents saw it. And you see your parent coming to correct your sibling and I ask my kids, what how would you feel? And they they were both like, Yeah, yeah, like I would be happy, like they're gonna get yeah. in trouble. And then I asked them, Well. How hard would it be for you to stand in front of your parent and your sibling and take the consequence? And of course, like, oh no, 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 no. Right, no. right. <laughs> You're like, no, thank you. No, thank you. And I said, I told them, in essence, that's what Jesus did for you. And now he stands next to the father and he intercedes for you and he's interceding for you and he's your victory. He's your victory over any identity crisis or over any problem that you have. He has become your interceder and your victory. And so it's just on my heart. My heart was stirring to share that before I go. I love that ladies. Um, I, I love that visual of of Jesus standing in front of us in the midst of our, it's like he wants to take on our consequences. He wants to take on, he, he is, he is more than just, um, just God. He's our savior, right? Like Mm -hmm. he's more than just our Lord. He's more than the one that just makes decisions. Like he wants to save us. He wants to take it all. Um, so I love that, that visual, um, girls, I hope you will connect with Mandy, um, off, off of the podcast but on social media but also on her podcast be the brave ones and we'll have all that stuff linked in our bio so we will see y'all next time and bye mandy bye thank you so much for having me bye girls thank you for listening to the waves ministry podcast for more information about our ministry check out our website wavesgirlsconference.com and our social media at wavesgirlsconference Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.